0: Hi, I'm JP. And I'm Adam. I've never seen Lost. I have. I'm told that it's good. I liked it. I'm told that it made sense. Sort of. But we're watching it out of order. So it definitely won't make sense. But it might still be good.
1: Welcome, everybody, to Lost on Lost. I'm Adam Busher, joined, as always, by J.P. Russell. Hello. Today we'll be talking about Do No Harm, the 20th episode of Season 1 and the 20th episode of Lost overall. Do No Harm was written by Janet Tamaro and directed by Stephen Williams. It originally aired on April 6th, 2005. Our centric character for the episode is Dr. Jack Shepard. The events of Do No Harm take place on the 41st and 42nd days after the crash of Oceanic Flight 815. JP, Yeah. how about you give us and uh, the audience at home a little bit of an episode recap?
0: Okay, uh, episode two of the podcast. Well, it looks like Boone doesn't make it off the island, (laughs) leg. Henry Hill and Goodfellas once spent a very busy morning making the sauce, picking up Michael from the airport, selling the guns, and cutting the coke. It was a very busy day, to say the least, leg. In similar fashion, Jack spends this whole morning putting out fires all over the island. Leg. Jack has to find John Locke, help Claire deliver her brood, and cut off Boone's leg with a fucking door. <laughs> he also finds time in his busy doctor schedule to deliver the worst wedding vows in the history of nuptials. This is <laughs> Do No Harm.
1: <laughs> oh god, they're so bad. Uh, but more on that later. Um it is time to introduce lost on lost's second ever guest. welcome to the show, Elena.
2: hi, I'm elena.
1: yeah, it's good to have you uh why don't you um why don't you tell the folks at home a uh, a little bit uh, a little bit about you
0: yeah tell us tell us a little bit about yourself yeah. um your background with film i guess more oh s- yeah specifically
2: uh well, i am first and foremost uh uh like a second or third generation uh nerd uh raised on Star Trek, Star Wars, Pirates of the Caribbean, everything nerdy, all that kind of stuff. And naturally, it transitioned into going to college and master's programs for media and cultural studies. So I have a degree in telling people why a shitty piece of media is actually very uh worth cultural merit. So this is perfect. I love to be here. <laughs> Yeah, I wrote my thesis on Supernatural. So Jeez. that's. You're
1: going to make all of our other guests sound wildly unqualified? <laughs> 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 oh, boy.
0: And Supernatural started the same year as this. Supernatural started and, the same yeah, year. Yeah, 2005.
2: It was the year that YouTube and Twitter, I think, both also started in their very first forms. And it was one year before Facebook. I may have some of those like a little out of order, but it was that's the era that we were in uh in 2005 and weird it's it's strange uh i was talking to jp about it earlier supernatural is in the midst of filming its final season it got put on hold filming its uh last episode of that final season but it's strange to think they both started at the same time but lost feels like a completely different era Mm -hmm. you know
1: Mm -hmm. for sure for sure uh so that that actually will lead into our first sort of profile question did you watch lost when it was originally on did you follow the show for like week to week or did you uh come on to it later, or...
2: I was a scaredy-cat baby when I was young. Uh, I had a younger sister, so that also like pushed me back even younger or older in terms of when I would finally watch a lot of media. But Lost is one of the first ones I remember people in my middle school talking about and uh, finding a way to watch on my own. And I think I ended up watching it on... It may have been an early, like, version of Amazon Prime or whatever it was in that era. It was probably 2008 or nine that I decided to watch it. And in, like, a week, I watched the whole first season on my laptop, sitting on my bed, alone. I remember cringing a lot because it was the first time I'd seen a lot of, like, you know gore of any sort which was funny watching it now being like there's no no gore in this right yeah but uh at the time both personally and in like the history of like prestige-ish television that was kind of the like cutting-edge realism of television but i never watched anything after that first season i think it overwhelmed me and i felt like i had to finish that first season and then i just like perhaps they were between seasons or like i just didn't ever go back to watch the second one but i haven't seen anything past that but i remember vague things and I was surprised watching this how many people I remembered very specifically despite having no like if you'd asked me before I wouldn't have known who they were but when they popped up on screen I was like that's that guy and he does this and that and that and I'm like how where was that knowledge (laughs) stored next to whatever answers to my math test are still in there somewhere yeah for sure
1: uh so then uh other than lost what are uh what what are your favorite shows since lost isn't really one of your favorites so what, what do you like besides that
2: yeah um supernatural i mean obviously it's sort of a love-hate relationship but i definitely do love it um that was one of the first ones also that i like really sought out and watched on my own Avatar The Last Airbender is a very good show. One of the first good, like, villain-ish redemption arcs I remember seeing on television. Call the Midwife is a really good show. Oh, it's sure,
1: like a, sure, sure. Yeah,
2: British one. Uh, So this episode pulled back a lot of memories of that. You know, a lot of childbirth, all that <laughs> stuff. Definitely the same conditions, completely. Yeah, I like a lot of stuff. It kind of doesn't matter to me how absurd the plot of a show gets. As long as the characters are good, I'm usually in for the... The long ride um i have often been disappointed in season finales of things because it's usually that's when they finally like settle on something for a character and i'm like well that's dumb but until the show ends and while that's still in that liminal open space of well anything could happen next i'm kind of okay with it as long as the characters stay interesting Hence again, my love hate relationship with Supernatural, <laughs> and I'm a big, big <laughs> fandom person. So I, I think if I had watched Lost, probably four years later, would have read a lot of fan fiction for it, because that's about how I always cope with like shitty shows. Is I'm <laughs> like, well, someone will take this raw material and make something better from it. I'm gonna go find that. <laughs> all
1: right, cool, JP. Do you have any questions?
0: Yeah, what are all those shows you guys listed on? Because uh, as as listeners will find out, JP's more of I've, a film watch. <laughs> yeah, I've watched. Uh, uh, a total of five television shows in my lifetime. That's so, hilarious.
2: Don't uh, worry. I have kept a list on my phone of every TV show I have watched since 2015, hmm. so I will send it to you. <laughs> okay. Good, 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 good.
1: Why don't we, uh Why don't we go ahead and jump into it then? Uh, the episode that we watched, the three of us uh, we watched, uh, we watched episode 20 of season one, uh, Do No Harm.
0: Nothing about Do No Charm, right? Because <laughs> Jack's just like...
2: Nothing he can't do.
0: Yeah, he's is the white who, savior of which this guy? island right now, <laughs> Jack. No, oh he, God. Um. Okay, let. So far in in the little bit of loss that we have watched, I he has he's a doctor. He has taken flying lessons. He can play piano. He has a universal donor. <laughs> uh, he uh, he can tell elevation drops just based
2: on <laughs>
1: turbulence. Uh, he there's can make nothing a that,
2: plane out of a leaf.
1: Yes. There's nothing Jack can't do. Yes, between between what we've seen so far of the th- three episodes, two technically we've watched, um, yeah, Jack's Jack's just king shit of this island. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: um,
1: but so like, what happens in this episode? We um, we jump right in. Uh, I skipped I skipped the episode recap, so I don't know how this happened.
2: So did we? But,
1: yeah, we also did. <laughs> but Boone, played by Ian Somerhalder, uh, is dragged into a cave and he's severely injured. He's just he, he's he's banged up his face his body he's he's just like he's rocked and so yeah so this in- inspires jack to need to like he's got to save him because he's save the doctor him. so they're this this was a jump for me in in the pilot in the last episode we watched they're all sitting on the beach now they're in a cave that has like actual like an actual rudimentary medical <laughs> operating bay (laughs) basically like they've somehow managed to in the 20 weeks we've missed set up a a makeshift operating room which is uh pretty pretty resourceful (laughs) one of the one of the things that builds a big fan base for
0: shows is callbacks and being aware of your material and and building upon it and this from the pilot episode immediately we have you know hurley uh, addressing the fact that he's queasy run blood which mm-hmm. was in the pilot episode yep. we have uh the fact that Boone has a tension pneumothorax he has a uh, collapsed lung and he's the guy that brought Jack Pens to try to like do a the tracheotomy. You know? yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a, it's a it's a cardiovascular problem he's having and it's just like oh this this directly draws upon the the characters that we established in the first episode which I was like here we are 20 episodes in and they're like no we're we're still Sticking to one
1: cohesive thing here, I appreciate that. We've built a couple of foundations and we're still drawing from them, yeah.
0: And
2: it's an interesting thing too to have it different from something like Jack's sort of presence on screen, which is so so much more of that sort of like those characters you get that are like a, a thesis statement in a jacket. Like they're just sort of, they're like, this is what I do. And you're like, yes shepherd i wonder what it is that you do like <laughs> what your purpose here is you know who are just there like i i i do action like that's all they are um but these things that that to have recalled as like the with with Boone, it's not really a character trait but and with hurley it is but they're both these sort of little details to just be like were you paying attention like this is kind of cool but it is like it reminds you of these like people as like kind of broader people which is always fun
1: one of the uh, I think interesting things about the 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 out of order thing because we didn't see the episode prior to this um they don't tell us in the episode how Boone got hurt (laughs) which Mm -hmm. is kind of it's kind of cool because it's uh, like the episode is it, it asks us not to necessarily care about that, but, like, care about the the consequences of it. It's like, it doesn't matter necessarily f- for Jack's stuff in this episode how Boone got hurt. It's just that Boone is hurt and he needs to be helped.
2: It's also interesting because you think about it, we saw it exactly the same way that Jack would have seen it because Jack's not going to get a flashback. Right. You know, he... And you can almost take the flashbacks that are in this of, like, his, like, his wedding and stuff like that as they could conceivably be things that he is thinking about. But there's no yeah, there's no reference to anything about mm-hmm. that, so we get the actual same experience that Jack has,
1: yeah, and Jack I, and also was oh good, i remember thinking as the episode started rolling just in the first couple of minutes, I was like this is I was like, this is really awesome, <laughs> yeah, it made me question what happened before this
0: because uh Jack had a very intense look in his eyes as he said. I'm going to save you. I'm going to save you. And I was like, what happened before this? Did a bunch of people
1: die? Um, yeah, what happened in the previous r- episode is just uh, 50 of the survivors just perished. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now there's only 10 people on the island. <laughs> yeah. There were a couple of things that I, uh, I noticed throughout all the stuff that was happening in the caves. And from my sort of ab- observation, the A story of this episode is that Boone is dying and Jack is attempting to save him jack had uh is wearing a key around his neck which uh, as somebody who watched the show all the way through uh, i vaguely remember that but i don't necessarily remember what it's for It obviously doesn't necessarily play a part in this episode so it's not important to the a story here it's like that it doesn't factor in um i I mentioned the a story the b story in this episode from my perspective anyway is the is the stuff with claire unless you guys feel differently
0: yeah, no, definitely. It's it's interesting because I, I felt that um, oh god, uh, that uh, Charlie, you know, he comes to Claire and he's like, "Here's the steps you need to do to bring this baby into the world." Um, I know them very well by heart, but Claire's the one that's got to do it.
2: <laughs> you know, like it was a it's a strange reversal of the like here's an incredibly competent woman who's going to teach the man, here's the, I already can do it, but you do the thing, like Matrix, and like all of those types of movies. Uh, what's the Doctor Strange? Like all of those, because he's like, I know how to do it, but you learn how on the fly. It'll be fine.
1: <laughs> and, and we sort of stumble across uh, Claire's, uh, Claire's B story in this episode. Uh, Jack sends Kate um, back to the beach to raid Sawyer's, uh, Sawyer stash, which uh, mm-hmm. we don't, necessarily know about apparently sawyer who we met in the pilot and we do don't know a ton about yet no, it was hoarding stuff, uh, mm-hmm. and definitely liquor. Um, and <laughs> it seems
0: like we sanded off some of those rough edges in the last 20 episodes. <laughs> he was as jagged as Texas, and now we love him, that big that big handsome man. And the, and the difference
1: <laughs> in uh, Josh Holloway's handsomeness level is 100% his hair. If you look at his yeah. hair in the pilot, it's got this weird sort of slicked back element. In this episode, as far as I can tell, he's wearing basically the same clothes. He has not changed his mm-hmm. shirt. <laughs> What is hair we we need to talk
0: about that like and th- they're free. on a they're on a desert island and everyone like all the it's men are still wearing island. shirts it's a tropical and island. like
1: let's be let's be fair here okay desert.
0: excuse me it's it's a tropical island <laughs> it's a very it's a a warm climate probably mm-hmm. somewhere tropical, in the tropical. pacific is where i'm guessing like they are still all dressing as if like
1: all the guys still have shirts on none
2: of the women like, have leg hair right
1: like th- this is yeah. 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 I don't know. I, I that feel that like, was one uh, thing that always bugged me from the beginning. It, I remember yeah. when I was watching it, it was like... It, it, I had the same problem with uh, with Ethan Hawke in the movie Alive. Uh, <laughs> he oh. He he said he wouldn't shave or or he wouldn't grow a beard or grow his hair for the movie. And so like his hair and beards did the exact same throughout the movie, whereas all the other actors playing the other survivors <laughs> grew these ragged beards and ragged hair and stuff like that. And that always drove me nuts watching the show in the first. Place. I was like, oh, like who's taking time to shave? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sure we're going to get to an episode eventually where we're going to see uh, Michael Harold Perrino's character. Um, his hair gets is noticeably longer and more mm-hmm. ragged. His beard gets uh, really ragged, and and some other thing, like Jack. Jack's always got that perfect level of stubble. <laughs> Josh Holloway right. same it, thing. And like, <laughs> the like
2: the, the the like perfect line of his Ken doll hair is <laughs> fascinating.
0: Yeah, and Sawyer, Sawyer. Though you could tell in the pilot, it seemed like he had his hair dyed, and then in this, he has a noticeably darker beard. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, they like
2: figured out what worked. It's like Thor, the first Thor, where they were like, well, not we will not do the eyebrows next time. Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So, uh, so, so, so Kate runs off to the beach to raid Sawyer's stash. Who doesn't have much screen time in this episode. This is all very much like, like I said, this is a Jack-centric episode. The a hey, story here is. Boone's uh Boone's injury the C- B story is uh Claire uh is discovered by kate in the jungle and she in some sort of distress. She's not willing to admit that she's going into labor um, <laughs> for some reason. Uh but then she does.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Eventually. I think
2: the implication was that she was like because uh, I thought it was going to be a strange, like, I thought they would play it up more with her, like, I was going to abort the baby or give up the baby, and so, like, I've been denying that I'm going to have this baby the whole time, but then it was just, like, a line where she was just like, I'm afraid it won't like me, yeah. and Kate's like, it will, and she's like, okay, <laughs> and then it's okay.
1: I wonder how <laughs> recent, like, how many episodes before this episode would was the episode, where we yeah. learn more about that, right. like was it just like a couple of weeks prior to this when it originally Probably. aired, or was it you know? Yeah, so it's like relatively, supposedly relatively fresh in the mm-hmm. uh, viewer's mind. But um, but yeah, uh, because Jack's dealing with Boone, he can't come to help assist Claire, so he's got to send Charlie and Jin, I guess.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Than, uh, uh, They're uh, kind of yeah. who show up. <laughs> well, because
1: because um, Jin hears Kate shouting from the beach. Um, right. and he runs over there. Um, we learned this in the pilot. Uh, Jin doesn't speak English. Jin's Korean. Uh, he speaks Korean. Uh, mm-hmm. So he hears, he hears help. He's uh, clearly picked up, a co- must have picked up a couple of words along the, uh, mm-hmm. along the uh, time here. So he understands help. He understands people's names. We see that it, he, Kate tells him to go get Jack. He's like, Jack, doctor. And he rushes off. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get back to the caves. We follow Jin back to the caves uh, where Sun is. And clearly they've had Mm -hmm. some sort of falling out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That was something um, the
0: actress that plays, uh, is it, uh, oh, jeez, I'm still learning names here, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, Soon? Yeah. Yeah. Soon, like, she's able to do Mm -hmm. so much performance with just her stare, um, and it's really nice. And actually, the... The actor that plays Jin also does that. There's so much yeah, that's said without being Ugh. said. That's really nice. I mean, in the the pilot, uh, we talked about this. Um, she's just watching him prepare food, and just the look that she's giving him. I'm like, oh god, there's something going on here. Mm-hmm. Like it's uh, it's great, great acting. Yeah, by uh, by those actors.
2: Yeah, we we noticed too that he had a shiner, and as the episode progressed, and it saw like we saw that they clearly had that falling out. I was just like. Was that from her? Like, did <laughs> she punch him?
0: Yeah, and as far as we rad. know, from people watching this out of order, there's something dangerous in the forest, and he decided to run into the forest without an axe that he was using to, yeah. to build a
1: boat. So, hey man, take that with you. Someone's asking for help. Take the axe next time. Did you guys notice anything else uh, interesting about Jin that uh, was markedly different from the pilot?
2: Mm, his hair wasn't as neat.
1: JP, mm, no, no. He's wearing. Uh, he has a. Uh, a cuff uh, a bracelet of a handcuff on his wrist
2: oh shit
1: oh. And I did
2: not notice that
1: yeah um, I didn't notice it at first but he, as he was running back and forth a little bit um, I know yeah he's got he's got a half a handcuff on him and again this is something where I'm like I vaguely remember him being chained up to something but I don't remember why mm. I don't remember who did it and I don't remember how he got out but it's clearly post yeah. that
2: there was speaking of like conflicts off screen Claire had like a throwaway line about like they had me for a week. Like, yes. what if it did something to the baby? And I was like, who's they in a group of, a solo group? I, like.
0: Yeah. I did scream her baby's John Locke. So <laughs> I don't know if that's anything. Uh, if that's, if I should say that. There's a lot of my notes here that uh, are things that were answered within the episode. Right, right. Um, but I just like to make predictions like that. Like, uh, one of the first things I wrote was, Claire, why are you still pregnant? Um, <laughs> That got answered. Uh, And also her baby is not John Locke. And also Jack's dad is not John Locke. Uh, It's another (laughs) note that I had. Uh, And you really don't know anything about this
1: show at all. No, I just (laughs) like his name, which is awesome. Um. Yeah. I, I messaged JP earlier today uh, after I got done watching this. Uh, and I and I was like, I, I knew he hadn't watched it yet. So I was like, there, were, there was a moment where I was just like, what? And it was that moment that you mentioned right then, Alana. It was the, <laughs> she just like, out of nowhere was like, they took my baby. And I was like, who took your baby? <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, we were theorizing on what that moment was and we assumed it was the Jack slamming the uh gate thing down because we both audibly went, "Oh no!" <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and then a lot of not. She's like, "Oh, if they cut that leg off, it's gonna pop like a balloon." <laughs> and so
2: much blood.
0: Then that image was stuck in my head, and I just screamed for
2: forty-five like I, seconds. I, 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 my sister smacked a uh, a mosquito that had just bitten me <laughs> off the wall once, and just <laughs> like, "Ooh, man." <laughs> Like a gusher, man. <laughs> um,
1: so so as far as uh, as far as the the rest of what happens in uh, in the present time in the island, um, uh, Boone Boone doesn't get any better. Boone's uh, despite Super Jacks, he's despite his best efforts, he um, with with uh, great assistance from Son, uh, doing everything they can to save his life, uh, including using a sea urchin spine as a needle mm-hmm. for a blood transfusion. Can you do that? Are, are sea urchin spines hollow? As far as I know. That'd I be know. a
2: crazy thing to make up for the show. Yeah. Of all the things they made up for the show.
1: <laughs> I, th- I think it's probably true. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, I, at least I bought it in the moment. But but yeah, like uh, Jack, uh, in his obsession to, to try and save Boone's life, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, hooks himself up to a blood transfusion. He, he's a universal blood donor, like we mentioned earlier, but it, it's not taking. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so the the cargo container... Uh, Jack and and uh, Jack enlists Michael. Michael's around for some reason, um, and they think that they're gonna have to amputate Boone's leg because the transfusion blood is pooling in his leg, and uh, it might be the only thing that could save his life. And basically, everybody except Jack is like, "This is a horrible idea."
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I mean, we were like, "It's a horrible idea."
1: Also, do it. Yeah, we were like, "Do it." Go, go yeah <laughs> but yeah michael's like i can't watch this and son's like you're nuts like you need to rein it in and then and then boone le- uh gets to the end and he lets him off the hook that he, he he says that he wakes up right before jack's about to clang mm-hmm. down he's like look dude i get it i know i'm done like let it go yeah.
0: <laughs> Listen, not to not to get whatever about it, but I've now in the the effectively two episodes we've watched, I've seen Jack tie two tourniquets with just a belt or a rope or something. He's not using what's called a windlass, which is what you use to create tension to actually stop arterial bleeding. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he actually went to doctor school. No. That's what I'm thinking.
2: Then how did he meet the mom from Modern Family?
1: Yes. We need to talk. Which is yeah, that's a a perfect segue into us uh, (laughs) talking, us talking about the flashback aspect of this episode. Uh, Lovely, Julie, Julia, Julie,
2: Julie, Julie. baby, baby, Julie Bowen with her teeny tiny eyebrows.
0: If she's listening,
1: will you marry me?
2: I'll give a better speech, I promise.
1: <laughs> I was watching the episode, and I, I, I always watch the opening credits. It kind of like draws my attention mm-hmm. or whatever. And I saw her name come across the screen, and I was just like, Julie Bowen? What?
2: who who is she and i like is she on the island how (laughs) yeah because
1: i I was like i i feel like i had a pretty good grasp of the main cast of the show where was julie bowen and then she she rolled through and i was like okay um yeah her and uh you guys might not recognize zach ward but zach ward uh his his buddy mark uh the Mm -hmm. redhead um one of my favorite uh, television actors he played the brother dave on uh chris titus's first uh sitcom uh titus uh, a phenomenally funny actor um just doing a little bit of work here not uh, not mm-hmm. stealing too much of the scene just getting in there <laughs> doing some
0: work I was trying to figure out- Mark <laughs> he looked like uh he looked like the kid from um uh, was it Christmas story? Yeah, it, oh, he is. He is so. the kid from oh. Christmas story. Oh, he is. Oh, he is. a kid. Oh, yeah. well, the, pff, there you go, man. I'm doing so much research for this show. Let me tell you.
1: Well, a- again, he was a kid in Christmas story. Not, uh, you know, you see him as an adult and you don't necessarily make the connection right away. But yeah, that was like, he was the kid in Christmas story. But the first time I ever saw him was from Titus and that was one of my favorite shows. Um, and okay. I, he's one of the funniest parts of that show too. So, uh, but yeah, uh, the flashback episode, uh, the f- flashback part. Uh, Julie Bowen as uh, Jack's fiance.
2: I love a a wedding speech that's also like a casting, like a character casting description, like in a in like three sentences. You know, like you knew who she was. Right.
1: (laughs) I was in a car accident. My back was broken. I met Jack at the hospital. (laughs) He saved my life. I love
0: you. I was wondering if <laughs> she was gonna be the surgery he was describing in oh, the, the pilot, the with the nerve thing. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, maybe. But they didn't say anything else about it. So I don't also, know.
2: he said that that girl from the first surgery was sixteen, so hopefully not. Yeah,
0: oh, fingers crossed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, Julie Bowen's timeless, so <laughs> true.
1: <fair>. That's fair. <laughs> um, but we we uh the I mean these flashbacks they serve as they serve two purposes they either tell us a, a little bit about how the people got to the island or they tell us a little bit more about who these people are and this uh, this wedding thing told us a little bit about jack and didn't tell us how he got to the island it tells us that he has problems letting go he's obsessive with repairing mm-hmm. people like this woman wasn't hypothetically supposed to walk ever again and he made her walk
0: like listen he's trying to drink away his sorrows right before his wedding and he's drinking clear liquor straight from the bottle <laughs> people who are well don't do that right uh, you drink you drink some brown you don't just have some vodka he's actually up.
2: just drinking pool water like <laughs> he <laughs> thought he would scoop it up
1: yeah it's called absolute pool <laughs> absolute pool <laughs> uh, well uh, i have here in my notes jack drinking um I mean, he mm-hmm. he he snags a couple extra shooters on the plane, you know. Yeah. Now he's drinking. You know, he's having a probably a gin and tonic on on the piano, uh, and then later that night, uh, sitting by the pool, he's just drinking straight from the bottle. Like, you guys think Jack has a drinking problem?
2: <laughs> just you know, just maybe a little. Just bit, maybe a little bit, bit of drinking problem.
1: <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe? Yeah.
2: I mean, I feel like his his very first character moment being pulling liquor out of his pocket. I was like, I feel like this might be a character trait.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is Jack drunk all the time? Yes. <laughs>
2: Probably. <laughs> I
0: would like to say that uh, airplane or airport drinking is the best type of drinking. Because um, you can do it fair. whenever. Time doesn't matter.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. I'm, I'm traveling, but I don't got to drive. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else did we find out about Jack in this flashback? Um, he is, uh, he and, got uh, daddy issues, daddy issues. Him and Julie Bone discuss, uh, you know, we just hear a, he'll be here. And it's like, well, we know you're probably talking about his dad, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's not waiting for the, he's not waiting for the valet. The caterer is going to come. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. So they're, you know, he's, they're, they're worried whether or not, uh, they don't say what his name is in the episode, but I remember that his name is Christian. Um, they're wondering, of course. They're wondering if Christians gonna, uh, Christian's going to show up right? Yeah, Christian, Christian Shepherd. 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 Oh, Christ!
2: <laughs> yes. Ah, uh, Christ. <laughs> yeah. He makes a man. She. He makes a woman walk in this episode.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh boy! Just believe in me, and you shall be healed. Who? Jesus? Not Jack. Yeah. Motherfucking Shepherd.
2: <laughs> yeah, J. Shepherd,
1: <laughs> but yeah. Uh, do you guys uh, have anything else you wanted to mention about the uh, about the flashback stuff? Uh, I was terrified that he was getting
0: his groomsmen uh, fitted for a black tuxedo, and then I thought that they were the first scene with Julie Bone was their wedding reception, and that he was wearing a brown suit. <laughs> Uh and I was like what is happening here? I didn't realize it was the rehearsal dinner. Right, uh, right, right. I was mortified that that was what they decided to go with for the the wedding party. Mm-hmm. Uh but no, it was okay. Yeah. Um, also
2: his terrible 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 non-vows though. Oh of, God, God. like yeah. like even though it had that tw- it was like it was like you shouldn't be saying it this way if you're leaving her. Also, if you're not, you also shouldn't be saying it this way. <laughs>
0: yeah, my notes are, you're a piece of shit. Oh, wait, are you?
1: Yes? No? Uh, whatever. Married. Like, if I were to ever get married, I would definitely make vows that weren't actual actual promises. That seems like the easiest <laughs> way to guess, you know, it's a CYA, you know, if you get it's like, you said till death do us part. It's like, well, did I? <laughs> I? I said I love you, which is not a promise, <laughs> it's a statement. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: 50 meet bucks meet says meet if only. you- if you get married, your vows are gonna be Run DMC lyrics.
1: <laughs> My Adidas. <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs>
1: exactly. Uh, um, but yeah, other other than that, uh, oh, I, I wrote this down because I mean it was like pretty much the the whole the like crux of the episode. In case you wanted, it, in case you wanted a one sentence summary of what this episode means, it's a <laughs> quote from Christian to Jack when they're sitting at the pool.
2: Commitment. That's what makes you
1: tick, Jack. The problem is,
0: you're just not good at letting go.
1: You know, we cut back to him about to hack Boone's leg off.
2: <laughs> and you gotta you gotta hope that in the 1918 episodes between the pilot that you guys watched and uh the this one that we've seen jack it hasn't been as well articulated in that because other if it, if it's like that every episode it would be like Dear God, we get it. Like this had better be that thing in like the reality TV show you're watching where you're like, if they just realized this psychological problem, it would be better. <laughs> and they don't get to that until the tell all. And you're like, yes, exactly. Exactly. Yes. But it is interesting too, also knowing that this episode is probably the run up to the finale of the
1: Oh, yeah. There's uh, only you know, two, or, two or three episodes. Two or three. And
2: I think they, they pair the last episodes the same way they do the first yeah, so seasons. like episodes 24 um,
1: and 25 are the, the right. series or season finale. So, season yeah, finale. Three.
2: But that's interesting because if if like if I had to guess, I would have guessed that Claire's birth would have been part of a finale. Right. And so it's interesting that not only is it not, but that it's a B-plot even. Right, right. Like, Having a pregnant girl on the beach seems like it should be the thing right. that like it builds up to, but it just means that it's like, oh god, what else is going on right. on this island?
0: She's supplemental to, to the yeah. another character's B plot yeah. for a penultimate episode, like
2: yeah,
1: yeah. Well, and, and it's just one; it's the you know the the two sides of the coin thing that Lost does throughout its run is like a character died. A character was born like the, it's this episode you know is life and death in itself too Boone does eventually die at the end but little baby aaron little baby onion head comes into the world <laughs> the the baby for was somewhat
0: like obviously it's not a newborn but they did a better job at getting a clearly very young mm-hmm. baby for it i was mm-hmm. like oh this they,
2: baby isn't a year old right
0: <laughs> And this isn't the rubber baby from American (laughs) Sniper, like... um...
2: (laughs) Or the CGI baby from uh, Twilight. Oh,
0: God. I (laughs) 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 forgot.
2: Apparently, the doll that they used for that is melting. And oh, it's like in perfect. someone's house and like a horror show. Oh. I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, well, that, it's and then like, the, the C plot is just, I don't want to step on your toes here, no, but go it's ahead. Uh, Saeed and Shannon. They fucking. I Actually, they're specifically not fucking.
1: Yep. Yeah. I was, I was just flipping through she's, my notes. I was like, was it anything herself. Just hit? And yeah. Yeah. Saeed and Shannon. Yeah. On the beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shannon is Boone's, we find out in this episode, stepsister, not actual sister. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, absent from the from the drama mm-hmm. in the caves and the and the beach. We are out on a little picnic with Saeed.
2: Beautiful, beautiful Saeed.
0: They just please don't have sex on a beach. God, no. You're going to get sa- Don't have sex
1: on the beach.
0: <laughs> You're going to get sand
1: everywhere. <laughs> Saeed had a, a, a couple of good lines like when she was like, yeah. okay, like here's the thing, like we're not going to hook up and he's like, no, that's okay. I didn't have any expectations. <laughs> It's an hopes, and it's like, oh, you were, trying to, <laughs> yeah. you were trying to score with the like the most eligible bachelorette on the island with like three bo- three bottles of bottled water and a handful of mangoes, like, bro, yeah. come on, <laughs> oh, like, there's liquor man. somewhere around here, right? Like, I trade know with Sa- uh, Sawyer. Oh, but, to we get...
2: know, but we know, we know that he and Sawyer don't get along, or at least they that's didn't. True. That's like...
1: true. Yeah, we we do know yeah. that. Uh, so far, from what we've seen, they have bad blood because Sawyer's a mm-hmm. racist, <laughs> and you ooh, know. But he might not be now because people like him. So maybe he learned how to cure his racism in the 18 mm-hmm. episodes we haven't watched. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Is that, I, is I'd that... be surprised.
2: That's how racism works, right? It's a cure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you just get better.
2: Yeah, you know, it's fine. Yeah.
0: Could I uh, run into a little uh, segment here that I like to call... Uh, jp babbles about cinematography for 40 seconds yes i really appreciated that 20 episodes into this we were still giving characters highlights at night i can imagine that you are months into a production at this point um both uh who was it i think claire had a nice highlight jack talking to his dad by the pool he had a really nice highlight and i was like man 20 episodes in and you guys are still uh still doing that also, when um, Shannon is looking at Boone's dead body, they're lighting her from behind, and it's really intense. And normally you would light uh, your actor with a bounce board on the opposite side, but they tilt down, and uh, Boone is there. And so they they must have put some sort of reflector in between because the luminance between her and him is drastically different, and they're 12 inches away from one another. And they did a really nice job of putting his corpse in a much uh, lower luminance area than her as she's mourning, uh, and I thought that that was a really, really nice shot.
1: Okay, so all you uh, cinematography and lighting nerds are like, "Yeah, that's the kind of content we want to hear." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and, I, and I was over here just like, "So it was darker by Boone, or what? yeah, no,
0: you did, it's because it's reflective of the character yeah, state." You know
2: what? Not I you get it. Give off Whatever. light anymore.
1: I buy buy it. But like, but that's like that, you know, that's actually some of the things that you bring to the show. It's like, despite the fact that you don't have sort of like uh, a lot of knowledge with the trivia and show like that, you have a background in film production, the actual nuts and bolts of it. And you can comment on stuff like that, which is super useful. So yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. Can, I would never. I much, never would never. How much of that a connection. nightmare
2: do you think the the shoot would have been overall, just in the the six years of the show, with that much sand around? Oh, around sand, all the cameras.
0: Listen, sand is coarse. Gets and it, everywhere. And I hate it. Uh,
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, sand is just one of the absolute worst things to to deal with. I've been on several shoots that have been on a beach, and it is a living nightmare.
2: So.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, so that's pretty much it. We get one little bit after basically the payoff of the episode. Boone dies. Uh, Claire's baby is born. Um, then there's just a last little moment at the end where Jack's kind of collecting himself post. Uh, I I'm, I think he gave Boone four quarts of his own blood during that. Uh, oh, yeah. It was so much <laughs> it blood. Was so it much was much blood. so much blood. It was so much blood. But, uh, but he's oh fine my now, God. but he's fine yeah. now, yeah, and the next
2: day he's like, I can walk around <laughs> yeah
1: he's he's one hundred percent ready for vengeance because he thinks that mm-hmm. Locke lied to him about how Boone got hurt, and he flat out accuses John Locke of murdering him through negligence or whatever, and he's going on the hunt, and that's how mm-hmm. we uh. That's how we It also wrap it feels up.
2: like spe- we were talking about tiffs and stuff earlier. It feels like he and Kate are on the outs a little bit a little in bit. this one. Yeah, yeah cuz like he like just has like a moment with her where he's like just shouting at her, which is fine like he's telling her to go get alcohol and mm-hmm. stuff for the the surgery, but it was like I was like you guys aren't on the same page right now. Yeah. But they like come together for that. And mm-hmm. so it's interesting. Yeah, it seems like at the moment at least Jack can he's on the monkey bars. Like, he can let go of one thing as long as he can immediately grab onto something else very hard. That's a he's great, he's like, yeah. fine, you can die. I'm going to hunt down a murderer now.
1: Yeah. yeah and it, it almost makes me think, like, that he only has space in his, you know, headspace for one uh, woman mm-hmm. to be to fo- be focused on. And, like, it mm-hmm. seems like Sun is his, in his orbit at the moment, which leaves Kate out, and either she's hurt by that or it's mm-hmm. unintentional or whatever. But, yeah, it's like... Son acting in sort of this nurse capacity throughout this episode for him. That's, you know, that's Jack's sidekick for now. And in the pilot, there was an establishment of Kate and Jack kind of whatever. So, especially when she stitches him up and, yeah, you see. So, Mm -hmm. Jack's got problems, but (laughs) he didn't fail. Yeah. But we, we learned a lot about Jack's problems in this episode, but it's a Jack episode, so... I'm checking my notes to see if I think um, think there was any other thing. Um, right before Boone dies, his dying words were, "Tell Shannon I." (laughs) (laughs) So I wonder. (laughs) I thought he said, "Don't." Didn't he say, "Don't"?
0: Didn't he say, "Don't"? Tell Shannon, "Don't."
2: Oh no, I thought he said, "Tell." I thought it was because I I think the implication was probably tell her I still love her, not like a brother. Right? Yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah.
1: yeah. Like, yeah. Tell, tell Shannon, I, I like
0: like her <laughs> this whole this whole episode is a lot of telephone Yeah, you know like Jack's gotta describe how to how to deliver a baby and he's gotta now deliver this sort of garbled
2: vague message uh, t- yeah. Shannon
0: uh, Boone wanted you to know he loves beavers I don't, I don't <laughs> well, know well he
2: does he sure does yep <laughs>
1: So uh so yeah so that so that's do no harm. Uh let's do let's do lost MVP. Uh Elena, who was yeah. your lost MVP for this episode? Who who is the most valuable survivor?
2: I really felt I mean for me Sun really stood out like impressively and I don't know if it was just because it's such a like transition for her from like what we've seen before of her into this. Um but Just the way that she she's still doing so and some of it is the actress, but it's like she's still doing so much of that like nonverbal communication of like very clearly showing how she's feeling about the situation, how she's shutting that down to focus on that. But it's we were wondering too, we were like, she's so competent in this. Was she also like have does she have some kind of medical background? It makes me think about her character so much of like, you know, did her husband make her step away from her job and things like that, and like clearly their shitty relationship. And stuff and the way that their relationship is morphing is really interesting. And and the way that she just she's like, I'm gonna go solve this and she like goes and gets the urchin mm-hmm. and everything like that. And intervenes with Jack enough to be like, you know this is a stupid idea, but doesn't go full like like feminine voice on your shoulder of like, I know there's this is not good for you, like all that kind of stuff. So Right, she doesn't know, do all the just, emotional she, yeah. heavy lifting of his, his yeah, exactly. savior complex. Of She's just like, this is wrong, him. stop. Stop doing this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I don't know. She, Yeah, she just really stood out to me. Um, I 100% agree but, with you. That yeah, is who I but selected But also well. just Saeed had a bun and so that also stood out to me and there I just do want to highlight that. There you, know? you go, yeah. You've got a bun with those curly sides and mm-hmm. I was like, yep, also great. yep,
1: yeah. yep. Yeah. 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 Yep, my MVP was Sun too for the same exact reasons. Uh, JP, what do you think? Uh, mine is uh, Claire, specifically Claire's
0: stomach, no longer having to sport <laughs> the fake pregnant baby prosthetic. Uh, <laughs> or because yeah. it was looking real rough there for a while. Um,
1: so yeah, I appreciate her not having to wear that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, second half of the this uh, this bit lost forever. Who should be lost forever? Who who is the loser of this episode? Somebody we don't want to see anymore, just based on this episode.
0: JP, uh, Julie Bowen's two thousand five eyebrows. <laughs>
2: No, they're so close to gone already, they you can't, you can't.
0: <laughs> like a thin slice of provolone
2: and... <laughs> Prosciutto, <Yeah>. I think. <laughs>
1: God. Uh, Alana, what do
2: you think? Um, I dislike Sawyer so much. But he's also – he would be difficult to cut because I know that he's, like, so significant in terms of his being antithetical to a lot of the other characters.
1: Oh, sure. Um, Like, not – you know, it's, like, uh, not necessarily somebody you'd get rid of, but, like, you know, we have our MVP. Who's the opposite of that in this episode? Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, overall, I was just, like, you're still – here, huh? <laughs> still, just, still just sitting on the
0: beach. Still just hanging out dick. here. <laughs> he's yeah. living island time, baby. Yeah. He's just kidding. It, it was,
2: it was kind of nice to see that he even, even in that, he's still like kind of bonding with like Michael and Jin and yeah. stuff. So I was like, okay, like he's like kind of okay. Yeah, but sure.
0: Jin's sitting there building a the boat, and he's like, you know what? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna guard all the booze. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: Uh, I, I, even though he did not appear in this episode, I had to give the, the uh, loss forever to, to lock because mm. had he been in the episode, had he talked to Jack and told him the truth about what happened to Boone, there might've been a, a Jack might've had a better shot at actually saving his life. Um, but you we'll, know ne- what, we'll never know because he, ne- because he bailed because he was gone. So I got, got to, I got to saddle a uh, lock with this one for this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Good call um i think that's about it um elena anything you want to plug your soundcloud
2: yeah uh i'm actually a rapper too so uh let me just drop my no what's
0: your rap name
2: um
0: you have to say something i know
2: oh i know what it was uh i was gonna be uh if i was if i was ever like a dj i was gonna be mc squared (laughs)
0: <laughs> all right well that's the last time elena's gonna be on the podcast
2: <laughs> yeah i'm gonna blow up now you can't afford yep.
0: me <laughs> do you um, make for this
1: show
2: yeah no you can't i mean if y'all want you can follow me on twitter i'm uh peter pantomime at twitter okay mm-hmm. cool very
1: good uh thank you elena so much for being on the show hopefully we'll have you back again in the future and other than that i think that's gonna do it for this episode Uh, For the audience at home, uh, if you enjoyed this episode and you're trying to be lost with us, please check out our next episode where we will be talking about Season 3, Episode 20, Man Behind the Curtain.
0: All right, thanks for listening to this episode of Lost on Lost. Uh, I'm Adam. I'm JP. Do
1: you have any idea what's going on in this show? Nope. Me neither. Lost on Lost is produced and edited by Adam Butcher and JP Russell. Recorded
0: on location in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and Los Angeles, California. Our show is hosted at Podbean. Find us there or wherever you find your podcasts. Thanks to Danny Schmitz of Lost in a Name for our theme music.
1: Lostpedia and the community of contributors there.
0: Random.org for creating the
1: watch order. Check out our Facebook page, Lost on Lost, or find us on Twitter and Instagram at Lost on Lost One.
0: Don't follow those jerks at Lost on Lost Two.
1: You can also email us at wearelostonlost at gmail.com. Email.com. If you like what we're getting into here, buy us a coffee at coffee.com slash we are lost on lost.
0: That's K-O-Fi.com
2: slash we are lost on lost.